welcome to the Nutrition Burnout Podcast, your home for food and body obsession. I'm your host, Christy Brown, founder and creator of Intuitively Strong. <laughs> Happy Halloween! Oh, I am so excited about this episode because this was something that I struggled with forever. The constant candy around everywhere, and it didn't matter where you went, to a store, to the doctor's office, every single person had candy and bowls, and it was scary. (laughs) It was scarier than all the goblins and ghouls out there, all the Freddy Krueger movies, and all the scary things like The Exorcist going down the stairs backwards. Freaked me out as a kid. That and the leprechaun. That, ooh. Anything that crawls, like Chucky, you know, like that crawls really fast, freaks me out. Freaks me out. I can't do it. But this episode is solely dedicated to the candy. The Halloween candy seems to break everyone this time of year. So I am going to take this episode to really talk about how we can actually live with this candy in our lives without feeling this intensity around it to have to eat it all, to eat the whole thing, or to try and not eat it, or to bargain with ourselves that if I eat this, okay, then I'll just, I'll have to work out extra tomorrow, or maybe I just won't eat my bread um, from on my burger tonight, or maybe I just won't have that beer, that glass of wine, whatever it is, we try and bargain with ourselves, and it turns into a huge binge. Um, all of a sudden, like we feel so out of control around food and then all of a sudden we're just like, all right, tomorrow's gonna be better and it ends up being the exact same thing. So I want to teach you how to work with Halloween candy, not against it. So, and, and like I said, I just remember this all too well. The scariest thing was feeling out of control around food. It was that feeling of why can't I control myself? That was the scariest part to me. So I remember feeling so paranoid, so anxiety ridden around this time of year. And if this is you, you are in the right place. So I kept having these thoughts in my head like, Oh no, no, Christy, that's bad. Don't eat that. Are you kidding me? You just had three mini Snickers bar bars. You cannot have another one. Absolutely not. No, you cannot eat that Reese's. Christy, put it down. Put it down. Christy, oh, well, I screwed up. I might as well just eat the whole thing. Or you're going to ruin all the hard work you did. Like you just worked out this morning and you just had that salad. Are you kidding me? And what I didn't realize was that all these thoughts made my overeating episodes and my binge episodes um, way worse it actually starts to like deepen my unhealthy relationship with food when we think like this. So I want to go through a couple of steps. There's like seven of them, if I can count right. Um, How to allow, not avoid candy, but to do it in amounts that feel good to you. So the first one I want to talk about is that the more you try to avoid candy, right? The more that, you know, you're going through your kid's Halloween candy, or even if you don't have kids, like it's just there. Maybe you have some extra from, um, you know, the trick-or-treaters that came to your house. It's always there. There's this thing that we call in the intuitive eating world, it's called food habituation. So the best way I can describe this is, it's kind of like when, you walk into somebody's house and it has that distinct smell. And everybody has this, even your house, but you don't notice it in your house because 
you are habituated to that smell. That smell doesn't even, you don't even smell it when people are like, oh my gosh, your house just has that certain smell. You're like, no, it doesn't. Your house does. But it's that same thing. You become habituated to it. That is what we call store blind. My husband owns a retail store and it's like he's been in that store for so long that when he went back to his old store, he's like, oh my gosh, this just looks old. We need to redo a couple of the things and maybe get new counters and da, 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 da. Well, it's just you become blind to what you see all the time. So um, that's what we're talking about with food. We really want to get you habituated with having candy around. Now, I know you're like, Christy, but if it's around, all I'm going to do is eat it and you're wrong. But listen, just just hear me out, okay? So the more you avoid, restrict, or tell yourself that you can't have something, the more you're going to crave it and want it, right? What you resist will persist. So you allow yourself candy when you really want it. Now, this isn't as easy in the beginning as it sounds. Um, at first, yes, we I talk to my clients all, all the time about this. At first, your first intention is going to be like, well, shoot, if I can have... Um, candy all the time, then I'm just going to freaking eat it all the time. And maybe for the first week you will. But like I always tell my clients too, let's say you order pizza one night, right? You order pizza and all of a sudden you're like, sweet, I get to have it again tomorrow. Lunch is served. I got it. Cool. The next day you're like, I'm going to have pizza for breakfast. Okay. Third day in a row. All right. Got it. Fourth day in a row you're going to get pretty sick of it. The last thing you're going to want is pizza. So that's what habituation is. It's making it a part of your life. So I would actually, instead of freaking out and being super anxious about having candy around all the time, what I would do is instead of looking at this as a limitation, I would look at it as an opportunity of, great, this is the perfect time that I can practice this, that I can practice being around so much candy. I would keep it out. I mean, just so you know it's there. I had one client. I love her to death, Marissa, and she would totally let me talk about this on on here. But she said, um, oh, Christy, I'm doing great with my bathroom M&Ms. And I'm like, excuse me, Marissa. She's like, Christy, yes, I put M&Ms in bowls all over my house. She goes, because I have to constantly see it to know that it's there. Right? Our brains, they're always searching for what's scarce because that's how we were built. We were built for survival. And of course, food being one of the main needs of our lives, along with shelter, water, uh, things like that, it becomes a pretty basic need, whether it's candy or whether it's uh, a piece of chicken, it's a need, a basic need that we need in life. So your brain is always going to go to its basic needs over superficial needs. So that's why we're constantly like, oh my gosh, I need to have better willpower. No, you just need to introduce this food more into your life. Because now, um, if I talk about bathroom M&M, she just laughs because they don't even phase her anymore. Like she used to be that person that would go grocery shopping and keep the chips up in the front seat and eat the entire bag on the way home. I had a client do that with M&Ms, like not even the small packs, but the big family size M&Ms. And uh, it's one of those things to where this will end once you start making it a normal thing to where it's like, oh yeah, it's these again. Ugh, M&Ms, no, I'm, I'm good. I don't want those. Oh, chips again. Nope, I'm good. I don't want those. So the more that you surround yourself with it, right? It's, it's like the less that you'll actually want it. It's this weird thing we do, we have with our brains um, because our brains are just so smart, right? Something I'll actually 
do to trick myself into having abundance with things is that if I'm like, oh, I want some Oreos and I go to the pantry and I'm like, oh, I get that little thought in my head, right? That little mean girl pop it in. Ooh, Christy, are you sure you want those? Those are unhealthy, right? My uh, food police coming out. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, do I really need this? Is this something I really want? And then I tell myself, I'm like, okay, Christy, you know what? Have the entire thing. You know what? I'll go out and buy you five more packs of Oreos. Eat five packs. You want six? I'll get you seven. Do you want 10? I'll get you 10. Eat 10 whole packs of Oreos. And then all of a sudden my brain's like, oh, no, I actually just want to. And then it's it's kind of like, wow, that scarcity really gets taken away. Because when I'm like, ooh, look at this. You are going to love this, but you can have one small, tiny, very tiny bite, but you cannot have any more because this is delicious and it's mine. All of a sudden you're like, well, I want that damn thing. Give it to me, Christy. But if I'm like, hey, I've got like 17,000 of these. Um, can I just toss them to you? And can you make them go away? Can you eat them? Can you do whatever? You're going to be like, oh, geez, like ease up. All right. I only want what's scarce. So I want you to really focus on that of bringing the abundance around food rather than the scarcity. So the next thing I really want you to do is this is going to seem so freaking stupid, but I really want you to work on this. So most of the time, if you notice when you do eat uh, candy or any of the Halloween candy that's out laying around, maybe it's a big bag of the family size and you just take handfuls every now and then, then all of a sudden you're like, wow, a half of a bag is gone in a day. What just happened? I was the only one that was home. You go into this unconscious level of eating and this is where we bring in the mindfulness around food. So my whole thing with my clients is, especially in the beginning, I really want you to focus on that full permission stage. I want you to be able to eat whatever you want. We will work on the structure later. We will work on how much of it feels good to me later. Trust me, your body will kick in and be like, oof, nope, I I don't want to feel like shit anymore. But I want you to focus on that abundance. I want you to focus on that freedom, that permission to give yourself a chance to eat whatever you want. And when we do this, my only caveat, is I want you to build this into your food values, right? Because I don't have food rules. I do not want you to have food rules. Food rules become rigid. They become obsessive. They become an all or nothing venture. When we have food values, they're like our morals. They're like our, you know what? They're flexible. They're something that's going to help us. And we can look at them as as a benefit rather than a restriction. So when we talk about this, my only kind of caveat in this is, listen, you can have whatever you want, but I want you to eat it sitting down. And you're like, Christy, but it's like literally three peanut M&Ms. Like, I am not going to freaking eat this sitting down. But that's exactly what happens. When we start giving ourselves that kind of pseudo permission to eat the food, when we're like, fine, but just, ugh, whatever. You just binge, who cares? Like, I just hope I get fat. It doesn't even matter. I can't do this anyway. When we get into that point and then we're just like, screw it. I'm just going to eat the entire bag. We tend, we tend to eat it standing up. We tend to eat it and shove it in our mouth so quickly. So not only so other people don't see it, right? Because we feel shameful. Wow, I can't let them, whether it's family or my kids or friends, see me eating this or roommate, whoever it is. But we feel like the faster we eat it, it's almost like it didn't happen. This is something that comes along with the secret eating is that guilt and that shame. But it's it's almost like a high, like an adrenaline of, ooh, I'm doing something bad. And what this does is it actually wants us, it, we end up doing it more because it's that high 
why it's that oh yeah I'm like sneaking around and doing stuff right it's like you're a teenager again but what this really does is it glorifies this food it glorifies it it puts it up on this pedestal and now we're we're just admiring it I wish I could have those M&Ms I wish I could eat that but I can't when really you can so I would highly encourage you to sit down yes with those three M&Ms with those three freaking peanut M&Ms put them on a plate yes put them on a plate because what this is going to do is it's going to help you focus on the fact that I am going to take my time to eat these. I am not shameful to eat these. I am out in front of the whole world, whole world being whoever's in your house or wherever you are, and they can see what I'm doing. This is not shameful anymore. And I don't feel guilty because I am taking my time eating these. Whether you freaking like suck all the like coloring off of it and then you want to chew the rest or whatever it is, like take your time to enjoy that. And when you do this, it's no longer a quick hit of of that high of that food drug. Now food doesn't, you take away that connotation as food as a drug now or your fix now instead you're taking food as a form of "Hmm, yeah I needed that because I wanted that taste or yep that was good and if you want more at that point go and get more remember this you can always have more later this food is never going away the more that you tell yourself okay well I okay I'm gonna eat it all but by Monday I'm gonna get back on track that is only intensifying that binge that is only intensifying the fact that I have to eat this all now because it's going away right I I talked about this last couple episodes but that scarcity mindset the toilet paper pandemic of 2020 when even if you needed toilet paper even if you had toilet paper you still got some because you didn't know when you were going to get more again that is the exact mentality you're putting yourself in when you put a guideline or a restriction on okay I can only eat this until this date or I can only try intuitive eating until this date or I can only eat three M&Ms and then that's it anytime you're doing that you are pulling that restriction bow back so hard that eventually you're going to have to let go and that arrow is going to go straight into binge city so The next thing I want you to do is I want you to try and make this food, so Halloween candy, I want you to make it abundant. Okay, so you don't have to go as far as having bathroom M&Ms, which I got to give Marissa props on that. She is absolutely incredible. (laughs) But what you can do is say, I am going to eat how I normally would for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but I am going to allow myself, I'm going to give myself that permission to eat a piece of candy, right? Think about it. These things are minis. I freaking picked up them three musketeers the other day and it was the smallest bite. I'm like, I take bites bigger than this. And I'm like, this is like awesome. I love it because I'm such a sampler person. I want a little bit of everything, right? If I have too much of one thing, like a huge giant Hershey's bar, I just, ugh, I need to have variety. So for me, What I do here is I will actually put this on my plate. I am going to allow myself to have a piece of candy, a fun size, a mini size, or shoot, if it's the whole bar in the beginning, let it be the whole bar. It will taper off, okay? Um, Then I want you to put that on your plate and be like, I am allowed to have this. And guess what? I'm going to have another piece of candy. I'm going to have this little mini packet of Skittles, right? Um, 
whatever it is at lunch. And then I am going to allow myself to also have this little mini bite-sized Butterfinger at dinner. And then I can have another one later if I want to, you know, that type of thing. So I want you to allow yourself to eat this food and don't put a restriction on it. Don't put a number. Well, I can only have one. If you want to have two, believe me, your body is always looking for homeostasis. You might in the beginning feel like, okay, I am overeating like a little bit more than I'd like. But then you're going to get that feeling of, I don't feel good. Well, you don't have another diet to go back on. So now you're just going to eat for how you feel rather than what you should and shouldn't eat. So allow yourself to have candy at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I I do this to clients all the time. It is very bass backwards, but what it does is it helps you normalize and bring abundance to this food that it is never going away. I am having another piece at lunch, so I don't have to feel like I don't get another piece uh, at the beginning of the day because I'm having another piece for lunch. I'm having another piece for dinner. I'm good. I know this is always going to be here at my next meal. So that's where this comes from. And don't feel like you have to wait and eat your candy last. Eat it first. I do this all the time. Sometimes I'm so excited about dessert that I rush through my dinner and barely enjoy it. But when I eat my dessert first or even eat half of it first and then bookend it with more, you know, the other half of my dessert at the end, then now it's like, man, I really took my time. Like that intensity went away after I took a few bites of that brownie or cookie and then I have my dinner and then I'll finish the rest of it. Or sometimes I'm good and I don't need it or maybe I need it an hour after dinner, whatever it is, but it's never going away. So keep reminding yourself that. And the next thing too that's really important is that when you eat candy, try not to make it a meal. This is what some of us do sometimes is that we we pride ourselves on missing meals or skipping meals and then we're just like, well, I'm going to try and just go all day without this because I was just so busy that I forgot. And then all of a sudden, you know, your coworker, your friend brings in some candy. Oh, hey, I brought this in. We had so much extra. And it's just sitting there staring at you. And by this point in time, your blood sugar is so low that you're probably shaking a little bit. You're probably at the point of, I don't want slow digesting carbohydrates like brown rice and and avocado with fiber in it. I need fast digesting foods because that's what your brain thinks. It's like, oh yeah, I don't want, um, you know, the, the slow digesting foods. I want the fast sugars, which means I want sugar. I want candy. I want ice cream. I want Halloween candy. So your body isn't craving anything like super nourishing because it needs instant calories because you haven't eaten in a while. So that's when your blood sugar drops and we want to keep that regulated. So I really think it's important to eat your candy with a meal. It's almost like think of it as a, as a vitamin, a candy vitamin, if you will, um, to eat it with a meal because it will upset your stomach if you're just eating it by itself. And then if you eat three or four of these mini candies um, and then all of a sudden, or even one of those single Reese's cups, if you have three or four of those and now you feel like shit, but you're still hungry, that does that's not gonna make you feel good, right? So try and eat your candy with a meal, with protein, uh, with something that's going to help balance out that blood sugar so you don't get that crash. And remember my friends, Undereating will cause overeating, okay? If you undereat in the day, you will overeat at night. So if you you just have yogurt in the beginning of the day, it's going to cause you to overeat at night, right? If you just have yogurt and then maybe you have a protein shake and a salad with chicken on it for lunch, you are going to be starving and all you're going to want is those fast digesting carbohydrates. And something I really want you to think about is that 
Um, there are no good or bad foods, right? The healthiest person in the world could eat a cookie and it doesn't instantly make them unhealthy. So just because you're eating these M&Ms doesn't mean you're unhealthy. So instead of taking foods away, start adding to them, right? Start adding to them. So I really, it's lunchtime and I really want that Reese's cup. Cool, I want you to have it, but I want you to, to round out that meal. I, even if you eat your Reese's cup first, can you have a turkey sandwich with it, right? Is there something to where you can have like a soup, a salad uh, with that? I want you to make sure that you're eating food and that you're eating enough food with your candy. I know that sounds so weird. Like who says that? Hi, me. I say that, right? I do things bass backwards, but it works because every time we've done things the other way, it never works. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. So, okay, my friends. I just wanted to throw a couple of things out there that, you know, the more you restrict, the more that you fear these foods, the more that they're going to take control over your life and bring more intensity to you. So that is all I have for you today. Happy haunting. I hope you guys have a fabulous Halloween. I myself am going out tonight with the hubby and we are being my favorite characters from Mortal Kombat. And um, I'm super excited. I will totally post pictures up on my Instagram because it was awesome. Our whole crew is going out as a Mortal Kombat character. So I used to love that movie back in the day. So it was the first time we've uh, gone out probably in like seven years because <laughs> hashtag kids, but it's been incredible. So uh, it'll be fun. And I want you to know that if you have any questions, you email me. If you're not on my Sunday scaries list, my God, get on there because it is absolutely incredible. I give you weekly tips about uh, ending binge eating and trusting yourself around food. So make sure you get on there and also uh, spread the word on the podcast, okay? If you found this podcast helpful to you, the more people we can reach, um, the algorithm will pick up on this. Uh, if, if you could help me out by giving me a five-star rating, I would love you forever and we will be best friends and get matching tattoos, I promise. But um, other than that, I cannot wait to talk to you guys again next week. I just love being here. If you have any questions, all of my podcasts are based on the questions that you ask. I want to be here for you. So um, make sure you sign up for the Sunday series and just email me right back. It's literally me on the other end. Um, I do this whole thing. So uh, I love you so much. Uh, until next week, stay courageous, stay nourished, intuitively strong. Stay